This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. One of the greatest issues that faces the community that calls itself quote-unquote Christian is most believe they have favoritism. As I have shown and taught in the past, that would turn God into a liar. So I will show this verse once again that shows no one has special status before God. Romans 2.11 For God does not show favoritism. But since we are here in this letter to Romans, I wish to key in on something that Paul wrote to these people. Romans 7.14-25 For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. For the good that I will to do I do not do, but the evil I will not to do that I practice. Now if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity of the law of sin which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. People that view themselves as special, that are proud and believe themselves exempt do not wish to acknowledge these verses. Paul makes reference to his endeavor along these lines in 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 9, 23-27 Now this I do for the gospel's sake, that I may be partaker of it with you. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. 
Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I preach to others, I myself should become disqualified. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Most confuse these verses to mean physical health, but in actuality it is spiritual health that Paul is referring to. Disciplining his mind to not run to the one sin that is still left within him. Now right here, those that perceive themselves as special and exempt will be either complaining or laughing. But then they seem to forget this important verse. 1 Corinthians 15.53 For this corruptible must put on incorruptible, and this mortal must put on immortality. For this corruptible must put on incorruption. And when does this occur? At the rapture. Therefore, until we are called into enter into our immortal bodies, we all have corruption in us. We all have something that is carnal, still present within our bodies, something that can never leave us. For only one being has ever been perfect, and this is our Savior, Jesus Christ. Paul knew this and not only struggled with it, but passed this struggle on to those reading and listening to his letters so that they would not feel shame in their own carnal sin that was hurting them. The moment someone believes they are sinless, they are prideful and behave in a haughty manner. What does the Bible teach about being proud? Proverbs 16:18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. But those that think they are special and exempt don't wish to hear this as is shown as we go further into these Proverbs. Proverbs 16:19 through 22. Better to be a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoils with the proud. He who heeds the word wisely will find good, and whoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart will be called prudent, and sweetness of the lips increases learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it, but the correction of fools is folly. Why? because they have done all that is required and no more is required of them. I showed when I taught the full meaning found within John 15, 1-6. Those that choose not to abide in Christ willfully elect to enter into damnation, which explains why Paul worded 1 Corinthians 9:27 the way he did, showing that his desire was to seek to abide in Christ by bringing under control his carnality. That one element that is within all 
that none can remove until they put on their immortal bodies. People do not wish to accept that our relationship with Jesus Christ is a partnership, which is why it is called to abide. Once again, let's define the word abide. It means to stay, remain, dwell, endure. Are Christians not called the bride of Christ? Is marriage a one-sided relationship? The answer is, it is not. Even biblically, the most successful marriages were two-sided. Most that profess to being quote-unquote Christian expect Christ to do everything and they have to do nothing in return. This is why Christ says this about those that wish to be his disciples. Luke 14, 26-27 If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. A clear statement. This is expounded three times in three Gospels. I will read one of these. Mark chapter 10, verses 17 through 22. Now as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. Then he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, take up your cross, and follow me. But he was sad at this word, and went away sorrowfully, for he had great possessions. Most that profess to being quote-unquote Christian do exactly as the young rich man did. In their eyes, they are the perfect disciple. Yet Jesus said they haven't done one thing. One thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross, and follow me. What is the young rich man's response? But he was sad at this word, and went away sorrowfully, for he had great possessions. This is how most live, and how all that are like this respond. They say it is not their task to do this, for they are special and exempt. This is why Christ said this to his apostles. Mark 10, 23-31 Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard is it for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished by his words. 
But Jesus answered again and said to them, Children, how hard is it for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished, saying among themselves, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Then Peter began to say to him, See, we have left all and followed you. So Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or land for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life but many who are first will be last and the last first it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God this is why Christ also said this Matthew 7 13 through 14 enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and there are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life and there are few who find it those who believe in their special status with God believe they can keep their wealth and not have to walk away sorrowfully like the young rich man did therefore they in turn show that they are willfully removing themselves from their salvation yet in their eyes they think and believe with all their hearts that they will enter into heaven yet they fear death to come upon them which again shows they do not desire to be in the presence of God and are not living a life within the Word of God as exemplified by these verses 2nd Corinthians 5 1 through 10 for we know that if our earthly house this tent is destroyed we have a building from God a house not made with hands eternal in the heavens for in this we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation which is from heaven if indeed having been clothed we shall not be found naked for we who are in this tent groan being burdened not because we want to be unclothed but further clothed that mortality may be swallowed up by life now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God who has given us the Spirit as a guarantee so we are also confident knowing that while we are at home in this body we are absent from the Lord for we walk by faith not by sight we are confident yes well pleased rather to be absent from this body and to be present with the Lord therefore we make it our aim whether present or absent to be well pleasing to him 
for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in this body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Most that profess to be quote-unquote Christian do not behave in this manner. Most fear and dread to leave this mortal life. Why? Because deep inside most know the truth, that they are not one with Christ, but of this world, which they willfully chose to befriend. James 4.4 Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore wants to be a friend of this world makes himself an enemy of God. For their soul knows that they are not friends with God, but his enemies. Again, they do not wish to hear or acknowledge this truth. For to do so would force them to accept that they have been living a lie. That since they keep their wealth and luxuries of this world, that it is not God they serve, but he who offers earthly wealth to those that follow him. Luke 4, 5-6 through 6. Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I give you, and their glory. For this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. For this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. I give it to whomever I wish. That is why Christ desires we downsize as a living witness of our devotion to him by selling off our worldly goods, which are gifts given to us by the devil. By downsizing, we show the world whom we wish to serve from whom we seek our rewards, which are not found upon this earth, but in our eternal life that is going to come once we leave this temporal plane of existence. This is why these verses are taught. 1 Timothy 6, 17-19 Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good, that they may be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. Therefore, abandon your willful arrogance, which makes you claim you are a child of God and exempt it from following his command to downsize. Time is running short to change your ways or you may find yourselves here amongst those that deny God and His Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless. A name for yourself, dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light. Up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I